Hi, and welcome to the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast. If you're tired of yo-yo dieting and want to learn how to permanently lose the weight in a way that it's simple, easy, and fun, you are in the right place because I can teach you how. I am your host, Chris Berlingeri, MD. Come on, let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm very happy to have my voice back. And it's December. It's December. Can you believe it? I just can't. I haven't even put my tree up. And I always brag about how I started decorating November the 1st. But, you know, I just haven't been able to. So I will be putting my tree up hopefully in the next two or three days, I'm hoping. So anyways, happy December. And I just want to let you know that I am enrolling right now for the Handling the Holidays Like a Boss program. This is an amazing, amazing program, so dear to my heart, because it's so, I don't know, it's just mind-blowing to see how my clients' minds, they change when they do this program. Like They go from thinking that it's just inevitable that they have to gain weight during the holidays because we have all the foods, to come January 2nd, how they look back and they're like, wow, like not only they have, you know, achieved their goals, usually their goal is to maintain. Some have had the goal of losing and some have had the goal of gaining maybe three or five pounds instead of the usual 10. And each one of them attained their goal. And it's mind blowing just to see them like recount it. Like, I cannot believe I didn't only achieve my goal, but the new relationship they have with foods. It's just amazing because what they learn, what you are going to learn if you decide to enroll, like it's going to help you the rest of the year because what best training place to learn and apply this concept than the holidays where we have so many, you know, parties, gatherings, office drama, family drama, all the foods, all the drink, delicious food, traditional food, homestyle, party, like like if you give yourself this opportunity to do this program and learn these concepts here, like seriously, like that's going to propel you so much forward the rest of the year because, man, you've got it. <laughs> if you can handle the holidays, you got the rest of the year. So don't hesitate. Like seriously, this is an amazing opportunity. And even if you don't want to lose weight and you just want to just have a more peaceful holiday, like truly enjoy it, not have like all the anxiety and the drama and the resentment and all those emotions that we can go through when we are, you know, having more, more time with other people. I'm going to help you with that too. There's a part of the program that I do on, you know, people pleasing, other people's opinion, um, how to handle those. So seriously, it's amazing. I love it dear to my heart and it's just going to help you so much. You, If you want more information, go to my website, chrisbordingerimd.com. Send me an email at chrisbordingerimd at gmail.com. So we are going to be enrolling through Sunday, December the 4th. Sunday, December the 4th, because we start the 5th. It's just going to start, hit the ground running. So again, let me know if you're interested to reserve your spot. 
And if you have any questions, again, you know where to find me. Today, actually, because it's the beginning of December, we're starting December, and, you know, sometimes our routine can get sidetracked because of the holidays and the changing pace, changing school, all of those things. Um, kids are home. Um, so I want to talk about structures and routine, how to keep them and how to keep, quote unquote, our sanity during the holidays. And this was inspired also because uh, my local church, they requested I give a talk on this uh, to the moms. So I'm like, oh, that would be a wonderful subject for my podcast podcast listeners. So here I am. So, you know, when you think I want to I want to learn how to keep structures and routine, particularly when we have little ones during the holiday season, like I want to keep my quote unquote sanity during the holiday season. This statement sounds very logical, very pretty, very useful, um, very reasonable. And I'm guessing this is not the first year you have wondered about how to achieve that goal. And I'm probably not your first resource. Maybe I am. I don't know. But I guess some of you have asked friends, family members about this. Maybe you have read books about it. Maybe even asked your doctors. I don't know about you, but I used to be the one looking for as many answers and recommendations as possible when, you know, thinking of ways to help me, thinking it was going to give me peace, ease with my anxiety, ease that feeling of uncertainty I had as a mom, because deep down, I thought I didn't know what I was doing. So what happens when we look for 10 10 resources? Yes, we usually get 10 different opinions, right? And that's why we truly must turn within. And when I say this, you know, you're going to hear a lot like, oh, the answer is within you, it's inside of you, like we, like you do you. But, you know, I'm Christian. And when I say we must turn within... I say turn within, not in a worldly way, as in you do you, boo. But when I say turn within, it's what they believe that each one of us is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And that within us, we have the Holy Spirit who is part of the triune God we serve, or I serve. And those of you who are Christians serve. And knowledge of God is the beginning of wisdom. So, if knowledge of God is the beginning of wisdom... And we seek God in his word. We seek in the Bible. We seek God through prayer. And we have accepted, you know, Jesus as our Savior. And we have the Holy Spirit, which is God within us. Then, yes, it's okay to look for expert advice. It's okay to ask your mom, your friends. But really, when you find like you're still kind of like driving yourself crazy and anxious, when it comes to routines and the holidays and, you know, keeping your sanity during the season, just turn within. Seeking that knowledge that comes from God in you, the Holy Spirit within you. And because otherwise, we can just be like the ocean, like waves that come and go if we are not anchored in that. And we seek like 10 different resources out for outside of us answers, like out there in the world. Okay. Because when we're seeking all the answers out there, we need to be careful. And again, I'm not saying don't look for expertise. I'm a physician and I have patients, friends all the time asking for my expert advice. But in the end, I know that my patient, they need to make their own decision. 
My friends need to make their own decision that resonates with them. I need, once I look for expert advice, I need, you know, to make my own decision. Right now, you, you're taking, you're listening to this, looking for my advice, my words. But in the end, it's up to you. Okay? It's up to you, um, you know, to make that decision. And we need to base that on, like, what resonates with us. And, um, again, I personally filter all of that through God's word. So, again, just turn, seek for ex expert advice, but, again, filter that through your own wisdom, like, what resonates with you. Okay? So, having said that, let's go ahead and define structure. And I found a couple of definitions in Wikipedia. Um, I'm sorry, in the internet. And Wikipedia's one is the one that resumed it, in, to my opinion, in the best way. It defines a structure as an arrangement and organization of interrelated elements in a material object or system. So, we are a structure is where we arrange things that are interrelated into. You know, we organize them in a way that they relate with each other, okay? And what is a routine? A routine is a series of things that you do at a particular time. That's it. Routine, like you are already in a routine of things. But what you need to ask yourself is, are these routines that I have serving the structure that I want to create? Okay? Because we all do things, our routines, that we are not even aware we do. Again, we have fallen into a routine. And this is very human. There's nothing wrong with you. You know, our, our brain requires a lot of energy. It requires a lot of energy for our brain to think and to think of new ways of doing things. So whenever the brain notices that we're doing things over and over again, it's like, oh, this has become a routine. Let me delegate it to the back of my brain so we don't have to think about it, and we just do it without even thinking about it. That way we conserve energy. Okay? So the question is, are the routines that you already have creating the structure that we want? So the first question is, become aware. Look at your life. Are you creating what you want to create? And if the answer is no, or maybe half and half, then we need to become aware of the routines that we're doing that are contributing to that structure. Just notice. Become aware of the things you're actually doing. Again, because many of us go about our days unconscious. And we usually become aware at the very end, usually with a dent, a stumble, a crack, or crumbling of one of those structures we say we want to create. So whenever we're thinking of structures and the routines that will support those structures, we first need to decide what's the goal. What's the structure you want to create? How will you know you have arrived there? How will you know you have achieved that? And that can change from season to season. The structures you may want to build right now can look very different as the one that you wanted to build five years ago and the one that you want to build next year. So just know that, allow yourself 
to change your mind, that space to change your mind. Because if we're building structures and routines to support those structure and we don't have a goal, you will feel like you're swimming and swimming and never getting to the shore. You'll get tired, frustrated, even hopeless. So again, what do you want to create? Come January 2nd, how will you know that you were successful in the routines and structure you wanted to hold on to? We have the Play-Doh, we have the ingredients, we have the Legos. What do you want to make out of it? With the materials that you already have. Because each one of us has very specific ingredients. I love to cook and I'm a bakery owner, so I like to use the ingredients analogy, but pick your favorite. Okay? Because one thing is to try to create a structure with the ingredients that we have. And other is kind of like with imaginary ingredients. And let me explain what I mean. We are a certain age. We come from a certain family. We live in a certain place. We have a unique set of skills. We have our husbands if we're married. We have our kids, each with their own set of personalities and traits. You see, because sometimes we set out to create a meal and we think we are in the Iron Chef kitchen. Have you seen Iron Chef? Like it's the best kitchen in the world. You have everything, every ingredient, every um, machine, every instrument that you can ever imagine to create a meal. But God has given us a chopped basket. And I don't mean this in any way to, you know, know, God, you know, he knows everything and he has given you that basket for a reason. And I don't know if you have watched Chopped, but Chopped is a show that you get a basket. Sometimes it has leftover meals. Sometimes it has like some random ingredients and you need to make, you know, the best meal out of what you're given. So God has given you these particular ingredients, your traits, your family's traits, the place that you are your talents for a purpose. So you can create something out of this, right? And it's important to become aware of this because sometimes our time and energy and efforts are consumed by resisting that reality. Our prayers become a place where we ask God to change our husband, to change that basket that he gave us, to change our kids, to change our circumstance, instead of us using them as an opportunity to allow God to change us in that process. But that talk is for another day. And that's another podcast episode. So back to routines and structures. Hope you're following me. So in order to make this more practical and easy, let's use a short period of time and ask yourself, come January 2nd again, the holidays have passed. How do you want to feel? How will you know you were successful, quote unquote? Take a moment to think about that. And, you know, avoid the perfectionist fantasy. Oh, oh, come January 2nd, I will have had, no, the, Christmas pictures, everybody in their perfect outfit, all the pictures developed, all the Christmas cards sent by da 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 I will have this decoration. I will have everybody's gift in time. We're going to have this magical Christmas. And then I'm going to be all peaceful and fun and relaxed and rested. Be careful. Please allow your own January 2nd self to be human. She's human. He or she is human. And being human means like 50% negative, 50% positive. 
So again, having passed the holiday season, looking back, how will you know you were successful with the routines and structures you want to create or that you want to keep? And then ask yourself why. Why is that important to you? And this is key because why will not only help you keep your structure when it comes challenging, because it's not going to be easy. You know that. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this. Right? So having a compelling why, like an important why, a reason, important reason to do this, is going to help you through the challenges. And it's also going to determine how you feel as you are doing your routines, as you're carrying it out, okay? Because one thing we do a lot is establishing goals and routines because we think that by achieving that, it will make us a better person. I love to use the mom example. Sometimes we establish routines, like feeding our kids a certain thing or making them do certain sports or certain activities because we think that by them doing that, it makes us a good mom. Or I'm the only one. Or we do things because we want to manipulate. Oh, that sounds harsh. But let's say we want so-and-so to think of, is, of, of us in a certain way. Oh, I want my mother-in-law to think this. I want my neighbor to think this. I want the teacher to think this. I want my kids to think this. I want my, I want my own self to think a certain way. Or we want to avoid certain comments from certain people. because. This is important to know your reasons because if we're doing this thing so we can believe we're a good mom or spouse or a good mom, daughter or a good human, basically, you go at all costs when it comes to having things done a certain way. Are you going to manipulate the circumstances? You're going to get cranky. You're going to like resentful. Like You're going to just try to make them do the thing or make yourself do this thing. So it can, you know, so you can have that certain outcome so you can feel good about yourself, right? But the good news is that we are all good humans because God says you are. When he made you, he said, this is good, very good. And, and we're all very good and we are all faulty human beings. It's not either or. It's and. We're both those things. So if we can approach our days, our lives, our routines and structures, starting with, I am a good human. And good humans mess up sometimes. And good humans can get it wrong sometimes. My family, my kids, my husband, my co-workers' behavior is not a reflection of how good of a human I am. And you're a Christian like me. I am enough because Jesus says that I am because of his blood, not because of anything I do or don't do. It's because of what Jesus did for me, right? If I am a good human because of what Jesus already did, and I am a good human and I will mess up, and I, will, I am a good human and I can get it wrong, then when you start your structures and routine with that base, it makes, you know, it releases so much tension, which then enables you to really show up as the human God created you to be. 
So think again, come January 2nd, looking back at the holiday season, what would define it as a success? How do you want to feel and why? I'm going to give you an example. The more and more I did this job, this job, this work of mindfulness and living, like being willing to experience my life to the fullest, both the positive and the negative, and not letting, you know, other people's comments and behavior make it mean anything about me. And I stopped, you know, people pleasing them, including my children. Eventually, I noticed that my goals lately have become I will allow the space for myself to feel the negative and the positive. Like, I'm not going to mean that my kids are throwing a tantrum. I'm not going to make it mean that something went wrong. It just is. This is the part of being a mom that my child throws a tantrum. I mean, right? Doesn't make it mean anything about me as a mom. Another thing is, Another important work that I've been doing is not resisting reality. It's kind of like, this is what is. And I know I wish it would be different. And I'm just going to allow myself to be sad for a while because it's not what I would like it to be. And allowing myself to be sad is kind of like my version of accepting reality. Like, this is what is. And then now that I've accepted what is, then it just empowers me to move forward. Okay, this is what is. Now what? What can I do again with those ingredients that I have in this basket? I want to make the most tasteful, delicious, amazing dessert or meal with this. I wish it would be different. But wishing it would be different is not going to change it and it's going to make me feel worse. And again, it's just resisting that reality just makes it so much worse. So once you accept what is, this is the family that I have. This is the goal that I have. How can, you know, I create this experience for myself with the ingredients that I have? Starting from the premise that I'm a good human because God says I am and I will mess it up. Right. So when you start to develop routines, once you know your structure, you know, there's a couple of practical tips that I'm going to share. And I'm going to start with the example of brushing our teeth. Brushing our teeth is probably one of those things that we just routinely do. Like we just do it. We don't think about it. I mean, at least I don't. I just wake up and immediately no. Actually, sometimes no matter how much I need to go to the restroom, sometimes I just brush my teeth first. It's just, why? Why? Because your mouth feels so much better after you do because it feels actually very disgusting to me, talking about me, the feeling of having dirty teeth and bad breath and all of that. I just don't like it. So it has, I, I did it so many times that it just became a routine. Right? So. Things become a routine once you start doing them and you start doing them because sometimes it feels yucky to stay where you're at or not to change it. So, and in order to do that, we need to be very honest with ourselves. For example, an example, another example that I'm going to say is for me, it felt really yucky to leave my kids playing video games 
like to binge play video games during the weekend or when they didn't have homework. It just felt yucky. Yucky because I knew it was not the best thing for them. But it was very easy for me to have them do that while I cooked, while I um, do like studied my own material, while I, you know, chatted with friends, while I went to social media. It was very peaceful, quote unquote, for me to have them, you know, be babysat by their video games. But it eventually started feeling that yuckiness, that bad breath, that, you know, dirty teeth. I'm like, yeah, this is yuck. So what I started doing, I'm like, okay, my goal is for them to play this amount of time. And I, and I baby step my way. This is the first thing. Be specific as what you want to create. The end result, the structure. Okay, why this is important. So first of all, this is important to me because I don't think it's in their best benefit to play video games that long or to not brush my teeth. If you want to use that analogy, if it doesn't have such an emotional <laughs> um, you know, impact on you. Be specific. Okay, I want to brush my teeth every day. That's the ultimate goal. For me, I don't want them to play more than two hours video games per day. Be specific. But then once you're specific to what your outcome you want it to be, you need to be honest with yourself of what is happening right now. So, okay, I'm not brushing my teeth every day, let's say, or I'm brushing it every other day, or my kids are playing video games for eight hours on the weekends. Okay, if I want to get from eight hours to two hours, I'm not going to do that overnight because, again, I'm getting a benefit out of it. Like if you're not doing something that you say you want to do, it's because part of you feels good about not doing it. And that's why the why becomes important. Okay, I understand that it's comfortable for me to not do this, but it's important for me to get to this other place because of this. It's important. And then meet yourself where you're at. Don't try to get there overnight. Avoid that perfectionism mentality because it's not sustainable. So in my case, from eight hours to seven hours. And then six hours. And then once, like the baby steps, the baseline minimum. Once the baseline minimum, and what's your brain? Your, you know it's a baseline minimum because your brain is going to say, oh, that's not good enough. If your brain says that's not good enough, that's it. It's your baseline minimum. Because that little thing is better than do, not doing anything at all. So start with baby steps. And once that baby step has become your new routine, then get 1% better, another baby step. And that's how you get there. You need to meet yourself where you're at and be aware that you will not be perfect. If a weekend goes by and I'm sick or something happens and my kids go back to playing eight to nine hours per day, that doesn't mean it's lost. Everything is lost. Everything goes out the window. Terrible mom. This is never going to happen. No. You're like, okay, this is just part of the journey. Let's go back again. And then you baby step your way again. Avoid that perfectionism mentality. Communicate if needed with the other ones involved. Communicate and don't expect anything other than the reality. Again, don't be delusional. Another goal that I have is to get to church on time. Sometimes my, and not sometimes, every Sunday, my kids, they take an average five to 10 minutes from the moment I tell them we're leaving to the actual moment that they go in the car. So it's very delusional of me to think, to expect something different next Sunday. 
if I resist that reality, then I'm not going to be empowered to meet myself where we're at and change the outcome. So what do I do now? I tell them we're leaving 10 minutes before we're actu- when I actually want to leave. But if I would deny that reality, I would keep just repeating and repeating, feel resentment, feel angry, yell at them. But I'm like, oh, they're just doing this every Sunday. Okay, that's my reality. I wish it weren't. But if I want to do something about it, let me just accept what it is. And then I just tell them 10 minutes before. And then we're on time. So you need to communicate. Be open to change. Rigidity is not your friend. Adaptability is. Be open to change. The more flexible a building is, the more it's going to resist being, you know, brought to the floor in the case of an earthquake. You need to allow yourself to be adaptable. Like be willing to change your routines during seasons of time that evidently you cannot follow them. Just knowing I'll just get back to them. It's going to be okay. Right? And reserve the right to change your mind. Sometimes things may not be working for you. You decided this is not really what you wanted to create. Be willing to change your mind. And again, don't make it mean anything about you. What you end up accomplishing, doing with these routines, doesn't make you a better human. Not at all. It's not a, you're not a better human because you're working out every day of the week. You're not a better mom because your kids play less video games. You're not a better human because you eat vegan, because you eat like no flour, no flour, no sugar. You're not a better human. You may feel better in your body, but it doesn't make you better. And the same goes when things don't, they don't go your way as planned. Doesn't make you a failed human being. Doesn't make that you are wrong, like you are a faulty human, that there's something wrong with you. Just because something went wrong or didn't go as you planned or you didn't get the result. Let's say I push back the 10 minutes my clock and still we're getting late to church. That doesn't mean that, oh my God, I'm such a failure as a mom. I cannot get this right. No, that just means that I need to, you know, go back to the drawing board. Let's look for other techniques. Just because something went wrong doesn't mean anything about you as a human. It's just like a jigsaw puzzle. You just pick the wrong piece. Didn't go there. Okay, let's get another one. Okay. I hope this was helpful. I am very passionate about talking structures and routine. Um, If you have any questions, send them my way. Any further help. Come join my program. It's amazing. This is what we take to the next level um, with the participants. And we troubleshoot all the things. And it's just overall, it's just, I don't know, it's just so amazing to see the changes. And I want this for you. And I get it if this is not the right time for you. But if you are thinking about it, come on, let's do it. You're not going to regret it. Okay? I love you. Happy December. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, thank you for joining me today. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a beat. Also, if this was helpful for you, share it with a friend and also you can share it in social media. It helps get the podcast to more and more people. Also, if you want to download my free planning guide, make sure you go to my website, please, 
I will love to see you there. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.